0: Bring them in on the rail, at a jog, please, on the rail, at a jog.
1: Alright, so I guess we'll just hop into it. Welcome to On The Rail Podcast. This new podcast is to show off our side of the show horse industry. And in this first episode, we just wanted to give a preview of what we are currently creating for all of you listeners. I'm Liz. And I'm Jenna. We are super excited to have embarked on this journey. I randomly had messaged Jenna one day and threw out the idea of starting a podcast We basically
0: just decided to wing it, kind of. I mean, I had thrown around the idea in the, you know, in the past about doing a podcast, but I really didn't want to do one by myself. It was great that Liz reached out to me because that really, you know, gave me the like push to get in and do this. And the funny thing I think is that we really know very little about each other, like pretty much nothing other than, you know, we follow each other on social media and that kind of thing. But... We don't know that much about each other, so we thought we would do this intro episode to give you guys a preview of what's coming up on the podcast, but also let you see kind of our introduction together.
1: Yes, she is correct. We just followed each other on social media. I don't even remember when or why we actually became mutual friends, but I'm not going to complain. Jenna actually has a great amateur group on Facebook where she has inspired a lot of good conversation within the industry, which is why I decided to reach out to her. We just feel like not a lot of people get to talk about some of the nitty gritty parts of our industry or, you know, the people that make up the industry with trainers, show venue managers, show management teams, just the entire world uh, just doesn't get touched on. So that's why we decided to pursue this.
0: Yes, absolutely. So this podcast is going to be everything for, like Liz said, the stock horse industry. We're going to talk about shows, hot topics going on. Um, We're going to interview trainers, industry professionals, vets, photographers, whoever, you know, we can talk to, to kind of get their unique perspectives on things and really give you guys a deep dive into some of the unique sides of the industry that we all care so much about.
1: Yeah. So I guess I'll just hop in and kind of explain my involvement so far within the industry. I started showing horses when I was eight years old. My first pleasure horse I rode when I was 12 and it was just game over after that. That's been my number one passion since I was 12. And I've just enjoyed watching how far this industry has been able to keep going and the breeding on these animals are outstanding. I love keeping up with all of that. Currently, I have a big hunt seater, so that's been a change for me. But we've shown AQHA circuits the past two years, which has been a really big goal of mine. I actually run a fashion magazine as well uh, that showcases all the fashion inside of the pen. That's just always been something I've loved. All of the bling and crystals and just a lot of the unique garments that have come out lately keep me on my toes as well millennial cowgirl, (laughs) giving me a little slide in there. But yeah, that's been fun. I've met a lot of amazing people just from starting this magazine, more than I ever thought I would, actually, like it was just a little endeavor that I wanted to take on. And it's grown into something that I just absolutely love doing and traveling for. And I just bought this nice camera. So I'm able to do candids and like snap pictures of just amazing show jackets and the day shirts are my favorite. So I will always take a picture of a day shirt. But yeah, that's been kind of my little run off and on showing. I take a break, go back to it. Like you can never get away from the pen, but growing businesses kind of takes away from that sometimes. But yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) But you're, you know, once you're addicted to the horse world, you're just, you're stuck. And that's, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, so um, I started
0: riding in a lesson program when I was, I think, nine years old. We didn't grow up with horses. My family didn't have horses, that type of thing. And so we did the lessons. We bought our first horse for my sister and I to share, which, of course, that doesn't work. So then we ended up with two horses, which morphed into my family buying you know, a place out to keep our horses. We were largely do-it-yourselfers through all of our youth years, um, showed open shows, local shows, state regional shows, you know, moved up through the ranks as it gets. And then I was fortunate to have a really nice uh, filly that we raised and got to show her myself in the Equine Chronicle Color Classic as a two-year-old back in 2009. Um, We ended up fourth behind Uh, Mike Hactol, Jana Simons and Sarah Simons, which was Mike still to this day, the crowning achievement of my life. And I'm still so proud of that. But from that experience on that opened so many doors for me and allowed me to talk to so many people. And I really got the horse show bug. Um, I'm not getting to show this year, probably not going to show next year either, just kind of in between horses and things going on. So it's a great time to start a podcast and stay involved with the industry uh, talking with Liz and bringing on great guests and hopefully doing this to keep me involved. I also run a couple of Facebook groups, which I really enjoy and that's fun. And I have a business, I coach fitness and nutrition for equestrians and writers. And that's kind of my uh, pet project right now. I launched it last year in March of 2021. It's really starting to take off this year and I have big goals for it. And so, yeah, like Liz said, businesses take over. Showing has to take a little bit of a wayside when you're, you know, an adult and you pay your own bills and you got to make decisions or whatever. But I'm really excited to have this podcast avenue to keep talking about things and really still have a deep dive in the industry.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure who made the rules on becoming an adult, but they sure didn't make it fun. No,
0: sometimes. nobody tells you that <laughs> when you're like 15 or 16. No, we're just adulting wishing- is like Especially adulting with horses.
1: Yeah, we are just wishing our entire youth away when we should just be mm-hmm. just reveling in it.
0: Yeah, so here's a fun fact to expand on that. I never had a horse in full-time training with a like real-deal professional trainer until I was out of college and paying all my own bills and all my own expenses.
1: I, you, I definitely relate to that. I... Didn't, so like you, we just had horses in the backyard and I was just, you know, 4 h it around during, you know, junior high and high school. Um, and it wasn't until I was out of school and, you know, kind of, kind of an adult at the time. Um, you know, young, young twenties is just, it, it's messy, but it's messy was, and wild. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of stable. So we, I did find a trainer, I think I was probably like 20 or 21. I had this really cute solid paint gelding and he was the first one I sent to a trainer. And I bought him with my adult money for $900. Mhm. Yeah. Those those moments though are just what I think makes a great story though.
0: Absolutely. I wouldn't trade it for anything now and the sure fact that I everything I did you know, like majorly in the industry has all been on my own, my own dime, my own accord, my own everything. And so that's something I'm really proud about, but you definitely appreciate every step of it and every moment you get when, when that happens. So.
1: Oh yeah. Definitely builds grit and just appreciation. I think to be able to keep doing something that you love, but
0: yeah. And I think that's a great perspective for us is that because we can see it from that sides, we can relate to all you know aspects of the industry. I totally have a big soft spot for people that are just getting started or um, do it yourself amateurs. You know, not everybody can afford the best and the brightest of the horses or the trainers and everything. But I think it takes all of us to make the industry happen and the industry to go around. And that's really a big issue right now. That's you know, I'm tr- I I even have a Facebook group about this, trying to figure out how do we keep the stock horse industry going because there is a lack of like new people coming in to the industry, and that's something we need to solve. The barrier of entry to getting into horses or owning a horse is huge.
1: Oh, definitely, and that's kind of like the point I made to you too about this podcast and why it would be important. Is just anyone that has a podcasting platform that they listen to, and we're on there, and they just happen, you know, to scroll across podcast like you have cow horse industry rodeo even hunter jumpers are present on you know apple podcasts and spotify and everything like that but there's not anything that really like gets into the nitty-gritty parts of our industry like how we hope to interview you know trainers and industry leaders and have you know our tails to the rail news mm-hmm. podcasts like just all-encompassing for our industry so if somebody would be interested they'd be like oh this is kind of cool it seems pretty inclusive or you know maybe not doing western pleasure you know isn't for me but I love the sound of hunt seed or the new working hunter class or something like that
0: right Um, yeah so we definitely hope to be like keeping up with the cutting edge news and the hot topics and everything going on in the industry. And of course, we're not going to shame anybody by any means. That's not our goal, but we do fully plan on discussing all the difficult topics and all the positive topics and all the great stories that are out there. So this is really going to be an exciting adventure for us.
1: Yeah. I think it'll just, it'll be something new and exciting for our industry. Like nobody's really took taken on audio interviews on just an everyday sort of level um and getting to know people like you know faces that maybe you didn't put together for some companies that are out there for us or trainers that you maybe haven't heard of but now you're interested in because of what they specialize in um so just random things to bring us all together so we can build a stronger community especially like today i read um up in Michigan, they canceled another quarter horse show. And this is like the second or third one in three weeks or less. So, you know, just concerning things like that, we want to touch base on and talk about. And it's just, you know, I think it's good for the times and getting everyone back to being a community and not just, I don't know how to. I remember as
0: a kid, I, would scour the, I I say kid, it was high school age, probably really before I was aware of the Equine Chronicle back in the day. But I knew I would go through those pages so many times. I knew all the horses and I knew all the faces and I knew all the names. I mean, you could ask me about anything, but I never knew the people. There was no avenue to know the people. So I think this will be cool because we hope to bring some of that human aspect of people behind the scenes, you know, and amateurs and, you know, everybody. It'll be really fun.
1: Yeah, I, (laughs) every time I would go to Congress as a kid, I would just like collect as many of those free magazines as possible. So like the Equine Chronicle (laughs) and, you know, just all of them. And I would be carrying around like this 25 pound shopping bag, just full of magazines. So I could like dream about one day being in one of those. Right. For sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, Liz, do you want to give kind of a preview of what we have coming up in our first few episodes for everybody?
1: Sure. So I kind of touched base on uh, that we were going to interview some industry leaders and trainers and kind of go over um, like news within the industry. So um, just for example, a few of our guests so far, we have um, industry leader, Kristen Tedeff with Hobby Horse. Um, I've talked to her before. She's such a sweet lady. I can't wait to deep dive with her. As Jenna mentioned, we do um, interview photographers. So we do have an industry leader, Cody Parmenter Photography. Him and his wife are going to join us for an interview as well. And we have many more guests lined up. And we definitely just wanted to have a presence within the industry to keep everyone just kind of in the loop and just exploring more options within the industry. Like maybe you didn't know about somebody. So we definitely are excited to be interviewing
0: Yes. And if anybody has any uh, topic suggestions or people you would like to see interviewed, then please reach out to us and we're happy to try and contact those people and get them on for sure.
1: And in our description for the podcast down below, uh, we will have, or we do have, um, a link to our website, which will have all of our show notes on it, um, a way to contact us, um, playbacks so you can listen again. comment reviews everything like that um that a normal podcast would have we will definitely be offering um and then as jenna said you're more than welcome to submit um guest ideas or if you would like to be on the podcast you're more than welcome to send us an email (laughs) and yeah we're we're just getting this started uh rolling but we definitely have some great interviews already lined up and i can't wait to see who else we get to interview um, I'm so excited about meeting all these people. Like that's one of my favorite things. And what I enjoy so much about my magazine is just meeting all of the different people within our industry. It definitely keeps it interesting and you learn all the time.
0: Absolutely. And I think as the saying goes for anybody that listens to podcasts very often is the like, share, subscribe, uh, leave a review. You guys, you know, the drill, if you've heard that before, so please help us spread this podcast and um let everybody know about it
1: yes absolutely that i am not good at marketing myself so i'm glad jenna will put that out there because i'll always forget like share and comment there There you go go. (laughs) that's a wrap right i think that's a wrap for this one all righty we'll see you guys soon all right
0: that'll be your class bring them in and line them up